Angels had a chance to win a series against a good team, and they didn't do it. But it wasn't the team's fault, and we'll talk about what went wrong. Plus, it's Fan Mail Friday. That's how we're going to deal with the disappointment. We've got questions, and we've got good answers. It's going to be a fun show. It's time to get Locked On with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SiriusXM by searching Locked On Angels. And the best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review. And those watching on YouTube, make sure that you're subscribed and click that bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. And today's show is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash MLB and enter our promo code LOCKEDONMLB for a free water bottle with any order. You're not going to want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Hey, thanks for being here for this episode of Locked On Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Frisch Brothers here with you, a.k.a. the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Hey, we've been fans of this team for years through thick and thin and all the ups and downs, and we're glad that you're here with us every Monday through Friday talking Angels baseball every single weekday. We love it. Hey, on today's show, it is a Fan Mail Friday, and so we're going to get to some of your questions, including... Somebody asked us, Mike. We didn't bring it up. Somebody asked us Stephen A. Smith's comments on first take the other day. We'll get <laughs> to right. that at the end of the show. But first, we have to talk about the the, the series loss, the game loss, 5-4 uh, to four on Thursday. It was disappointing because the Angels were really in this one yeah. for a while and yeah. went into the last inning with a 4-3 to three lead. Uh, unfortunately, Estevez blew his fourth save of the season. Let's talk about that. Yeah, Johnny, somebody's going to look, again, at baseballreference.com five years, ten years from now and see Estevez's numbers, but they're going to see his numbers from this distance. You ready? Oh, wow, he had a really great year. <laughs> but then when they get really close to it, they're going to realize <laughs> that those four blown saves came at the worst possible time, three yeah. of them at a really bad time. And even in this game, I know that we're out of it, but to take two or three from the Tampa Bay Rays with this young team would mm-hmm. have been a great adrenaline shot for this team. It would have meant and a lot to them, yeah. I think so, John. And I think also the Orioles would have really loved for us to I actually know. take that our, game our as well. Our friends over at Locked On Orioles, they said, uh, everybody go follow Locked On Angels to say thank you when the Angels won the other night against the Rays. So I thought that was a great shout out. Yeah. <laughs> so if you did follow, please don't unfollow. We're glad that please. you're here. Yes. We, we need to commiserate together. Johnny, teams have figured out Estevez. And I what's so. interesting about him is this top of the zone fast ball that he's been throwing all season long it now looks like the spring training fastball that we were worried about remember mm-hmm. back in spring training oh yeah he had really high era and was getting hit a lot and walking a lot and everybody kept saying well he's trying to figure it out and he was and then the first half nobody could really catch up to it but the second half everybody seems to be figuring that out they know either it's going to be a strike so they're swinging at it and making contact or they know it's going to be a bit above the zone and they've had plate discipline mm-hmm. and they haven't swung at it. And and do you realize that the teams that have really gotten to Estevez are teams that are really patient at the plate. They're really good. They're really good teams. If anybody's going to figure it out, it's the Rays too, because they're going right. to look at all the data that's in front of them. And, and they're going to see the same things that Perry Manassian identified in Carlos Estevez last year, where he said, Hey, this guy throws at the top of the zone and generates a ton of swings and misses. That same data is out there for you and me and yep. 29 other teams, Mike. And so the fact that it it took a while for Carlos Estevez to be figured out, but I think he's been figured out. And that's yeah. not a that's not a shot on him, but you you have to realize that you have to make an adjustment. You have to change your game plan because 
in baseball, that's the cycle of things. People throw up and into Mike Trout and he strikes out in like 2014. What does he do? He makes an adjustment and then goes on to win MVP, right? And so yeah. this is a game of cycles and rotations and you get figured out, then you readjust and you get figured out again. Carlos Estevez, it's his first year as a closer. He's got to figure out how to change what he needs to change so he's not figured out by other teams anymore. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he has adjusted too much from just the eye test, and there may be some deeper metrics that I've missed, but from the eye test, it just doesn't look like anything has really changed. He's going out there with a very similar game plan and similar pitches that he's throwing. Jeff Fletcher tweeted during this game, and he said, we've got Soriano, Joyce, and Esty coming in. Is this a sneak preview for 2024 at the end of the bullpen? I think after this game, you have to really question if Carlos Estevez is your closer. Would you have him be that guy? I know it's early. I know we haven't done spring training, all of that. But would you have him be that guy in 2024? Or would you move and and have Ben Joyce possibly be the closer? I'd be worried about Ben Joyce just because he is not pitched back-to-back days very often in his college career and professional yeah. career. So that's yeah. something that they're going to have to identify and figure out if he can do before we all clamor for Ben Joyce to be the closer. Look, I'm not saying I wouldn't like him to be the closer. It's can he be the closer? And that means going out there day after day in the ninth inning and and making it happen. He's he's done it a few times. He's gone back-to-back days. But I think it's really important to have that nailed down before we proclaim him the next closer. I think he's going to need to figure that out. Johnny, I think he needs some Francisco Rodriguez time in the big leagues. And I mm-hmm. think that he needs to be a seven, eighth inning guy. He looked and great yesterday. I, he, he's has, he's looked great since he's come off the got, IL as well. Got robbed of two strikes right down the middle. It was absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. And then a, a phantom hit ups. by pe- ha- phantom. Ups. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> a phantom hit by pitch that didn't take place. And yeah. the umpires reviewed it. And, oh, call's confirmed. They're like, get yeah. out of here. <laughs> yeah. Call's confirmed. What are you <laughs> You're watching the you're watching the uh, Phillies game, not the Angels yeah. game. What are you doing, <laughs> Johnny? I'm going to go out on a on a limb here. I'm going to I'm going to make a bold statement. I think Soriano could potentially be the closer of this team next year. Okay, okay. I think so. Now I know he's still young and he's still got some work to do as well. But of those three names, I think he's the guy that of those three names could come in and close the game out because he hasn't he hasn't fallen apart too much this season. He doesn't walk too many batters. He does strike out a lot of guys. And there's a demeanor about him that just doesn't get thrown. He he doesn't show emotion like Sandoval or or somebody else on the mound. He's just he's there. He's done his job and he's got pretty good numbers. I know that he hasn't mm-hmm. been in all the high pressure situations, but he's been brought in in some really sticky situations. And he's gotten out of it. And so I think that he has the potential to be that guy for next choice. season. And speaking about next season, I think Griffin Canning, even though it was a, a five-inning performance, I think Griffin Canning is going to be a solid piece in this rotation in 2024 because he eats up innings, John, and he's not somebody who eats up innings and gives up a lot of runs. He eats up innings, and he only gave up two runs yesterday, and he struck out seven Tampa Bay yeah. Rays. He was over 100 pitches in this one. So, again, that – that uh, it's the same thing with Sandy and Detmers that we've been talking about. These guys get to four or five innings. They're throwing a lot of pitches. Yeah. If, if, I, if I'm a coach and I look at the team, and I go, what's the problem with my rotation? Mm. Hmm. It's, it's the pitch count. It's, yeah. it's pitch efficiency. I can't wait. And we'll do this, I promise, once the season is over for the Halos because we're going to need lots of off-season content. I'm going to do a deep dive into yep. pitch efficiency. So 
buckle up nerds about a month from now and we'll <laughs> we'll dive into those numbers because yep. I think it's really important conversation to have. And I think it's something that might permeate Major League Baseball at some point, Mike. I think for a long time it was like, oh yeah, get strikeouts, da 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 da. Hey, yeah, 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 go nine innings, da da da. And now it's it's gonna circle back to yeah. pitch efficiency and how to make that happen. I don't think I have the answer yet, but once I dive into the numbers, I think I'll come up with some solutions there. I have the answer. Greg Maddox is pitching coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can no come kidding. in and go, guys, I pitched a complete game in, on uh, 79 pitches. What's right. wrong with you guys? Right, Mike, It's the third inning and you're throwing 79 pitches. I got to say, dude, watching Joe Adele yesterday, yes, uh, it made me feel really good and yeah. it made me feel really good for him because it was a game that he needed, especially after going over for the night before, but he went two for three in this one, two runs and a home run, Love it. Uh, a two run home run actually. And, and this was great. He actually spoke to Erica Weston on Valley sports West. And this is what he had to say about the young core of the team and specifically Nolan uh, Shanowell. He said, Nolan, has one of the best eyes I've ever seen out of a young player. Mm. Zach is electric and hot behind the plate. looks like he's already been doing it for 10 years. And honestly, he was, Really solid in this one. Worked a lot of good counts uh, and and base hit, you know, that sort of thing. He took the extra base on David Fletcher's uh, hit that ended up scoring Walsh and Adele because the there was a misplay in right field. Adele saw it and turned on the burners and scored on that one. So it was really great to, to see that. Yeah. And I got to give it up to uh, Michael Stefanik in this one as yeah. well. Not only doing well at the plate, but stabbing a 110 mile per hour hit uh, out of the air over at third base yeah. and making it look easy. I think he shook out his hand after that one because that one it must was have a, hurt, right? That oh was a, that was a, a, a drive and easy, and, easy double or triple if he doesn't stop that ball. Can we have Michael Stefanik on this team regularly? Can we you have like him it? in the major league? I like him, John. Okay. I really like him, and I think that he's a solid backup and potentially when he fills in. I think he could be somebody that's going to get a hit. He, he makes contact, and that's what this <laughs> team has desperately needed. They struck out a whole bunch, I think, yesterday. Was it 19 strikeouts, I think, <laughs> or the day before yesterday? And and he he's somebody that I think really compliments Shawnawell's bat because you could put Shawnawell at the leadoff spot and put Stefanik at the nine hole, and, and these two guys are making contact, and that's what we've needed. We talk about the issue with runners in scoring position. You need somebody who's going to move the runners over. I think <laughs> Stefanik is another solution at the bottom of, of this order that could really be a benefit to this team. And so let's let's get him up there. Let's have him be at the major league level, and let's see what he can do. Don't take him out, Phil Nevin. Let him play the next nine <laughs> games. Because I'd love to see what he can do when he's playing consecutive games in the major leagues. Yeah, I'm with you. Hey, there's nine games left for the Halos. In fact, tonight's game is against the Twins at 5-10 Pacific time. You can catch every pitch of the Angels hometown broadcast on SiriusXM with the SXM app. All you got to do is search Angels. Coming up, we're talking about Joe Adele already. Will he be a major piece of this team next season? Well, we'll get into that coming right up. Locked on Angels is brought to you by our friends at Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs is a clothing company that's all about your comfort. And boy, are they comfortable, Johnny. Do you love Do you love your Bird Dogs, Johnny? I love my Bird Dogs. In fact, I, my in-laws came to town a couple of weeks ago. My father-in-law was like, 
Hey, where'd you get those? What, what what are those? I said, they're my bird dogs, father. And uh, and he was pretty jealous. So. <laughs> that's great. You should buy him some bird dogs for his birthday or for I Christmas. I think that's Or just happen. because you're the best son-in-law in the world. That's why you should get it. Bird dogs are made of this cloud knit fabric. They've made, they're made from the clouds, John. Or they at least feel like you're wearing clouds. They, they're, they're khaki, but they stretch. And what I like about them is that you don't have to fit into them. They fit to you. You don't have to sacrifice movement, all of that good stuff. And then we've talked about this, but I think it's necessary, especially for dudes. They have a anti-stink and sweat fabric protection that keeps you cool and dry all day long. Nobody wants to stink and, and nobody wants to be sweaty. And Bird Dogs, they got your back. So check out birddogs.com slash locked on MLB to get yourself a pair of pants and shorts. And when you do, enter our promo code when you check out locked on MLB and they're going to give you a free Bird Dogs water bottle. Again, birddogs.com slash locked on MLB or enter our promo code locked on MLB for a free water bottle. You're not going to want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you that. Locked on Angels is also brought to you by DoorDash. Do you love the convenience of getting what you want right to your door with DoorDash grocery delivery? You can stock up for the week or order last minute cravings conveniently. And with DoorDash, you'll get exactly what you ordered or they'll make it right. So sit back, enjoy quality groceries, just like you picked them up yourself and if you want even more value you can save on all your grocery and restaurant favorites with a zero dollar delivery fee on all eligible orders with a dash pass membership with easy substitutions right in the app and best in class customer support doordash delivers groceries exactly how you want it and right now you can get 50 percent off your first doordash order up to 20 dollar value when you use the code locked on mlb at checkout Limited time offer, terms apply. That's 50% off with our code locked on MLB on your first order with DoorDash. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Hey, Locked On Everydayers, we're going to be here watching the games so you don't have to. You can watch them, but if you don't want to watch them, we're going to recap all of the games against the Twins this weekend. They do play the Twins tonight at 5-10 Pacific time, and you can catch every pitch of the Angels' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Angels. Mike, it's a Fan Mail Friday, and we've got two segments of questions, and we're spending some time diving into a couple here uh, this one first comes from Roger Lord. On I love that. Twitter. Roger Lord. <laughs> he said, Lord do, you Vader. <laughs> do you see Joe Adele on the MLB club roster full time next season? If he can finish the season strong, I mm. think they should trade him. So I'm wondering if he's saying full time next season, finish strong, then trade him, or if they trade him this off season. So either way, let's, let's get into that. Um, if, if Joe Adele stays and plays next year, I think I'm all about it. And here's Yeah. Me. Yeah. He's 24 years old. Mm-hmm. What were you doing at 24? <laughs> right. <laughs> to right. everybody who says, ah, oh, he's washed. He's a quad A player. Give me <laughs> right. a break. The yeah. thing is, is you, you were and trying I, to grow a beard. That's what you were trying to do at 24. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when when this season started and there was talk about like, is Joe Adele gonna be part of this team? You and I contended from day one that he needs a full season in the minor leagues. Yeah. And he essentially he essentially got that. And the reason why he needed a full season was one, everybody knows, defense. He's got to work on that outfield defense. Mm-hmm. Well, from what I've seen so far, he's done a great job playing in in uh in Tampa Bay because they have that white roof uh on the dome and it's really right. hard to pick up the ball there and and he was talking about that as well. So, so what we've seen so far is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh the other thing is 
just seems like he had a lot of like in his head hurdles that he couldn't get past, like yes. mental hurdles. He just seemed like he lost his confidence and his swagger when he came up to the majors. He would get inside of his head all the time, whether that was at the plate or on defense. And the fact is, if you let him go be a confident Joe Adele in the minors for a whole season and then come back up and contribute, Mike, I, I think that's kind of who we're seeing right now now yeah. that he's back up with some confidence. In fact, in that same interview we talked about with Bally Sports, and he was talking to Erica Weston, uh, he was talking about Neto and Shawnewell and Ohapi, and maybe he's glad that he's not the young guy on the team because the way he was speaking about those guys was as if he was a player who's been there for years, mm. right? And and the truth is, all of his major league time has equated to probably a little over one full season right. in the majors. Now, think about that. That's 2020, 21, 22, a few games he played in 23. So for everybody who's ready to quit on Joe Adele and say that he's a quad A player, the guy's 24. He was drafted out of high school. And so yeah. everybody's screaming that the Angels get too many guys who are, you know, right out of college. Well, Joe Adele is an example of somebody right out of high school and yeah. you have zero to no patience for him. And so I, I am on team Adele in this one. I'd like to see him play, but Mike, if he got traded in the off season, what might come of that? I think he's built up his, his trade value, but here's the thing that I think is really important to focus on. He is an Epler guy and the guys that Epler drafted, they just need time. They hmm. need a lot of time. Taylor Ward is an example of that. Yeah. They just needed a lot of time. I think having Joe Adele on this team next season would be brilliant because mm. I think that the Joe Adele that we've been expecting is finally maturing. I think he's mm. growing into that. And let's say that he does get traded. I, I think that he could get some picks. I think Perry could get some picks for Joe Adele, like some young, some young rookies, some young guys. But I think that if you really want a athletic outfield and, and you just mentioned it, if you want a more mature Joe Adele where he's not the young guy trying to prove himself, but he's kind of the veteran, hmm. I say that with quotations, Right. I think that actually is a really good position for him to play. I think that that would be a great benefit to this team. Can you imagine him out there with, with Trouty and with Moniak? I think that that could be a really good outfield. And if Shohei doesn't come back, he could be a DH. And I think yeah. that that would be helpful for him to not have him on, on, the, on the field quite often and then he could fill in for a Mike Trout if he needed to so I'd love to see Joe Adele stay with this team if they do trade him I think they could get some minor league guys maybe a pitcher or something along those lines but I would trade him only if I could get something really good back for him and I think you could because he's 24 he's a young guy yeah. with a lot of potential I have contended previously on the show that Perry might just trade all the way Billy Epler's guys mm. and get pieces back that he wants uh, kind of yeah. in the way he did yeah. with Marsh. I mean, Marsh Marsh is a guy that we all root for and we all loved when he was here. An Epler guy, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I think that Perry has shown the ability to swap pieces into and turn them into guys that we would want to see yeah. come back. Hey, Torrid on YouTube, a frequent commenter, frequent listener. Shout out to Torrid. He said, hey, guys, do you think Mike Trout will be back this season. What do you think, Mike? I, I think he is working his way back. That's been what has been communicated. I don't think he should. 
I, I think that mm. it's a waste of time unless unless he feels like he needs to get a couple of swings under his sure. belt in the regular season before the offseason hits. But it just feels kind of like a waste of time. Why bring him back? Nine games left. Team's not in it. But again, I would I would actually move at the speed of Mike Trout. And if he needed a couple of at-bats, bring him back. What he did at the end of last year, coming back off the IL and then hitting his 40th home run was amazing. And so maybe that'll be a good motivating factor for him. And it'll be good for Angel fans to see him. I, I would say... Why waste your time? Because we're out of it. But I wouldn't mind seeing Mike Trout on my TV screen and listening to Mike Trout over the radio and and seeing him hit a couple of home runs and getting back into the groove of things before the season ends. What do you think? Yeah, I think I'm with you on that. The fact that he might want those professional ABs and to get out there and just get a feel for it again, check the hand, see if it's good, see if he can keep up and, and play center field like the way he wants to. I, if It's totally up to him yeah. at this point. The fact that he wants to get back I think it's a good indicator of how he is feeling about the Angels. I know that there are yeah. a lot of questions about, like, oh, is he going to want to be here next season? I mean, look, he wants to get back. He wants to play, and maybe he wants to play with these young guys. After Adele hit that home run, Trout met him in the dugout, and he's like, that, that away, Joey! You know, yeah. like, and, and so that was really good to see and really reassuring for me as an Angel fan and somebody who really adores and loves watching Mike Trout play. Locked on Angels is brought to you by FanDuel. Get into all the action in the NFL season this season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers like you can get up to $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets win or lose. That's good news. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, now is a really great time to get in on the action. The app is really easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including the spreads, player props, over-unders, and a whole lot more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season the right way. FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL. All right, Mike. <laughs> you and I have a saying on this show. Don't make stupid famous. <laughs> yeah. And we weren't going to talk about this because we would be doing our part in making stupid famous. But sometimes stupid is already famous and <laughs> and because somebody politely asked us to address this i put it in fan mail friday this came from ken matsu 3105 on youtube he said nice video as always thank you ken for watching our show i was just curious to know your thoughts about stephen a smith and his latest comments on Shohei Otani. Mike, can you please fill us in? Because I yeah. don't think I have I don't think I have the patience. <laughs> All right. So if you didn't hear, uh ESPN first take host Stephen A. Smith said that Otani is not worth the money, not worth five hundred million. And some of the points that Stephen A made were these. He said that Otani doesn't sell out seats when he pitches. Stadiums aren't full. Uh, by the way, the Angels were second in the league when they were on the road with attendance outside yes. of the New York Yankees. Right. And that's not because they were good, okay? Right. Not because of Mike Trout, because he's been out. So you fill in the details. It was Mickey Moniak. Um, so <laughs> Stephen <laughs> A. It. later told Fuzzy, who's a, a baseball YouTuber. By the way, Fuzzy, great job. I love oh, that yeah. you got on the show. He's killing it. Great job to you. And then him, him what did he say? Uh uh, blasphemous. Blasphemous or something. That was so good. So he said, he got on the show, and, and he said that, Stephen A's um, uh, solo show. Yes. Yeah, yeah it was like his podcast solo show. Right. And he said that they don't pay attention to baseball because baseball ratings are declining and that the baseball community should, quote, shut up, unquote. Mm -hmm. um, so <laughs> you said we're not going to make Stupid Famous, but 
we do have to address this. And so, um, Johnny, why don't you just take the floor? Oh, boy. <laughs> Let, okay, I want to address this kind of point by point. To yeah. say, to say, obviously, Stephen A has said stupid stuff in the past, like Otani can't be the face of baseball because he doesn't speak English. You know, there's there's American-born players who speak English, and, and they can't speak English because they can't string two sentences together right. sometimes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Shohei Otani not being a draw. Listen, merchandise, advertising, people are taking pictures of him in the dugout when he's not even playing. If you don't think that he's a draw, yeah, then you're just dumb. Yeah. You're really dumb. He's the most famous player in baseball right now, probably the world. He's worth every single penny that is coming his way. And, and here's the one thing, Mike, that I think I will give Stephen A. Smith when he made these comments. He said a lot of teams are winning without giving Shohei a $500 million contract. Well, true. And that's true. Like some teams might not need a Shohei, but they'd be a lot better with Otani and almost guarantee a spot in the postseason in the World Series. And you know what? If if teams are somehow satisfied with what they have and they don't think they need an Otani, then that's all the better for us Angel fans who right. all the fans out there who want to re-sign him. Like, yeah, if another team says, Oh, we don't need an Otani, fine, then the Angels will take him back. But you're not considering the draw, Stephen A, that Sho- Shohei Otani is. And the revenue he generates just by being on a team in terms right. of advertisements. And you've got the the Japanese airline sponsoring him. You've got the Pac-Man tune playing because Namco's sponsoring his at-bat on the radio. <laughs> like It's absolutely crazy how much of a draw that Shohei Otani is. But Stephen A. wouldn't know this because he doesn't pay attention to baseball. Right. You know? Right. Exactly. You're a sports guy. You're supposed to pay attention to stuff, but of course he's going to say that. And part of the reason why he said that he doesn't pay attention is because baseball ratings are declining. And Johnny, we've seen that in the last few years, especially sure. since the pandemic, but things have, have turned around, but we have to understand in, in this world, ratings aren't necessarily equal to interest. No, not and, at all. And, and what you see, uh, we're wrestling fans and we see that with wrestling. Like it's not the same ratings that they had during the attitude era when it was the monday night wars in the late 90s and yet it was wwe that just signed a 1.4 billion dollar (laughs) five-year deal with nbc universal to show up on usa right and so that 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 shows me like there's something there and the same thing with baseball i think there's, there's something there baseball doesn't do itself any favors with its blackout restrictions right and access to games like you you can't watch your local team unless you have the channel and have to pay for that and in the world of of streaming right now like it's hard to find what streaming source you can jump onto to watch your team i have a friend who bought what it was like Tubi or something like that yeah. just so that he could watch the angels and right. and then he, he canceled it at the end of the year because yeah. he's not going to watch it anymore and so that that's the thing that that has really impacted the ratings as well but espn hasn't done much to to help the baseball ratings as well no. they're, they're more in a a have to talk about baseball rather than maybe they want to and and yeah. you can tell kind of with their nonchalant sort of oh like when they have conversations like this on first take like they don't know what they're talking about when it comes to anything baseball and if they looked at just one game in the last two weeks that's been at angel stadium that that stadium's been pretty full and this team is terrible and Shohei hasn't even been playing but as soon as they knew he was in the stadium everybody's moving to the dugout to take pictures of him yeah and johnny honestly and this is just a personal preference 
I haven't watched Sunday night baseball on ESPN unless the angels have been on for a few years because oh, yeah. once John Miller and Joe Morgan weren't on there, I, I was done yeah. because they then I love Dan Schulman and he does the blue Jays. They brought him on, but they partnered him up with, with a fraud. Like they partnered him <laughs> up and a rod doesn't have, he's got a personality, a like fountain, a fountain, a fountain of personality. He's got nothing. Right. And then they, <laughs> and then Carl Ravitch has always been a, a favorite of mine because he did baseball tonight for so many years, but then they've got Carlos Perez. Is it Carlos Perez? Ed, Eduardo Perez. Yes. And, and they've got David Cohn around him. And, and both of those guys just don't have it. They don't Miserable. have it. Right. Miserable. I think, I think, Eduardo's okay, but David Cohn, man, he just, he, again, he's got kind of a dry personality. And so when you do that, it doesn't make it fun to listen to no. at all. And then you've got ESPN plus and Disney plus and all of those things. Everybody's cutting cable. Like nobody's yeah. watching ESPN and sports center ESPN ratings itself is going down. Like, because yeah. we're in, we're just in a different world. And so I, I, I I just think that Stephen A is is speaking from an old man get off my lawn sort of perspective, right? right? And, and then there was this treat from is it Sir Yacht yeah. uh, off of Twitter that that made you laugh. Why don't why don't you read that one? He said Stephen A Smith doesn't deserve his contract because all of his first takes views come from muted TVs and airports and hotel <laughs> bars. Yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah. be kidding me. It's yeah. absolutely true. You know, you know what's funny, Mike? It's like they do this stuff to draw people's interest, and they do this to have hot takes and and get people to take the bait and whatnot. And and they all end up on Twitter and the clips get put out on Twitter and Instagram and stuff. And and nobody's watching it on ESPN. It's always yeah. after the fact. It's always yeah. a clip afterwards. And the fact is, you know what's helping interest and ratings for baseball? It's shows like Locked On Angels and yeah. other podcasts and shows who cover their teams. Like a national podcast network like Locked On is getting into the nitty gritty of each team. And because baseball fans know they're not going to have to sit through 45 minutes of NBA in college and NFL on sports center, just to have a one 30 second conversation about Mike Trout or Shohei Otani. They know they're going to get 30 minutes when they come here. So just to, just to put the cherry on top here, Mike, let me address Stephen a face to face, Stephen a (laughs) you're going to let the world pass you by and ESPN as well. You're both getting passed by. Because your ratings are failing, platforms like podcasts and YouTube, all of that stuff are bringing much more interest to the game of baseball back, and including Shohei Otani. We have tons of people who tell us they're fans because of Shohei. So while you complain about declining ratings, we'll be on your smart TV, we'll be on your phones, we'll be on your YouTube feed, we'll be in your Spotify's and your Apple Podcasts. You're an old man playing an old man's game, and the world's passing you by, and you wonder why you're... 80th conversation about LeBron James legacy isn't drawing any ratings. <laughs> we'll be here covering our favorite team as all the other locked on MLB hosts do. They're fans of their teams. They're having daily discussions and they're interacting with their listeners and viewers just like us. So the baseball community, Stephen A, is never going to shut up. Well done. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Remember, those irrelevant angels are playing the irrelevant twins right. at 5:10 today. You can catch every pitch of the Angels' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Angels. Hey, give us a follow at Locked On Angels on Twitter and at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram and get into our comments on YouTube. Have a conversation with us. We are not going to yell at you like Stephen A. does. Mike, what do we have on deck for Monday's show? 
Well, the Angels do play the Twins this weekend. We're going to pay attention to Nolan Shonawell to see if he can extend that on-base streak. He's somebody that we're really excited about, and I want to see what he can do. So we'll talk all about that on Monday on Locked on Angels. Looking forward to that. You guys have a great weekend, and we'll see you back here on Monday. Until then, my name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Thanks for being here, guys, and we'll see you back here on Monday. Monday.